welcome to the Food Freedom Podcast. I am Coach Mary Roberts, and this podcast is all about finding your freedom from food addiction. And we're going to talk about all things related to food addiction and recovery. Let's dig in. Before we jump in today, I want to remind everyone that I currently have my eight-week food freedom group registration open. It's only offered once a year. It's beginning October 22nd, right before Halloween, um, and just in time for the holiday season. There's already a handful of spaces filled. The spaces will be limited, so if you want this upcoming holiday season to be different for you, if you want to make it through the holidays food sober, then sign up for my group to give yourself the best chance. If you've already purchased my self-paced food freedom program, send me a message directly, um, either on my social media or on email, and I will send you a link that has a significant discount for you to participate in the group. For everyone else, your link is in the show notes. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is episode 32 and today I want to talk more about overcoming the voice of sabotage. So in past uh, episodes I've talked specifically about like talking back to the voice of sabotage and, and I've covered like, you know, specific responses to specific lies. But today I want to have a more um, general conversation about, you know, the, the voice of sabotage and, and the ways that we can um, begin to overcome it besides, you know, speaking back at it, the, the, the truth. That's a huge part of, um, that's a very useful tool, but I just want to expand on that. So first of all, what is the voice of sabotage? Well, it is that uh, critical, negative, self-destructive dialogue in our head that accompanies our disordered eating behaviors. It's related to our behaviors. It, it's that voice that drives us to that disordered behavior. Um, and, and we all have a voice of sabotage. And those of us, you know, obviously in this podcast and, and the, the um, t- you know, clients that I work with, the voice of sabotage is always in context of our eating disorder, of our food addiction. But we all have, you know, even people without food addiction have a voice of sabotage. It's just in other areas of their lives. Maybe their business or career goals or, you know, fitness or relationships. Like we all have that like negative inner dialogue. And um, we, you know, it's that voice that tells us we're not good enough, that we should give in to our unhealthy habits or we don't deserve to be healthy. It tells us lies. Um, And we... But the good news is, is like we can overcome it. We don't have to let it be in charge. And um, it, it doesn't have to be the one that drives our decisions. We can like take the reins back and make our own decisions and not allow the voice of sabotage to make decisions for us. So I want to first go, over, what are some characteristics of the voice of sabotage? Well, it, it, it's constant self-criticism. Perfectionism is part of the voice of sabotage. And you've heard me before talk about how, um, you know, we have Ed that eating disorder voice on one shoulder and, and Ed's sister, little miss perfectionist, you know, on, on the other, but perfectionism is, is a characteristic of that voice of sabotage. So is negative self image, impulsive behaviors, fear of failure, and that all or nothing thinking. I know, you know, most of us can probably, you know, if I ask you, you know, 
Have you ever said, oh, I'm an all or nothing kind of person? Of uh, The majority of you would raise your hand. Um, it is that all or nothing thinking that is a characteristic of the voice of sabotage that, you know, gets keeps us in that vicious cycle of disordered eating behaviors, which, you know, it's those behaviors are fueled by the voice of sabotage. And the cycle begins with negative thoughts, and then that leads to unhealthy actions, followed by guilt and self-loathing, which in turn perpetuates more negative thoughts, and then more unhealthy actions. So we stay stuck in that self-destructive loop and we and it makes us feel hopeless. It's it's that vicious cycle, um, and there are some strategies that we can use to overcome the voice of sabotage. I know again we've specifically talked before um, about you know actual statements that we can say out loud to overcome those lies that the voice of sabotage throws at us. But one of the ways that we can uh, begin to overcome that voice is by having self-compassion. We need to practice self-compassion to counter the self-criticism. So when the voice of sabotage comes at us with a, a, a criticism um, or a lie or an attack on us, we need to counter it with what we know the truth to be. Like we counter it with the truth. We need to treat ourselves with the same kindness that we would treat a friend. You know, if our friend said to us, oh my gosh, you know, you, you're so fat and, and you, you need to track, you know, if they said, you know, uh, you know, about themselves, I, I feel so fat. I need to track that their voice of sabotage is saying that to them. And they say it out loud to you. What do you say? You don't agree. You don't go, oh yeah, you're really fat. You do need to do some tracking. <laughs> we don't do that. Right? Like, so why do we do it to our to ourself? So, you know, treat yourself with the same kindness that you would treat a friend. Challenge negative thoughts with affirmate with self affirmations. Um, another way to to begin overcoming that voice is by being mindful, having mindfulness. We have to cultivate mindfulness to become aware of self destructive thought patterns, and you know we we should write them down like. Write down those those self-destructive thoughts, write them down, and then respond in writing to them. Practice being present in the moment. Observe those thoughts without making judgment, just like get them out. And then another part of mindfulness when it comes to our being food sober, mindful eating can help us reconnect with our body's hunger and fullness cues. So this means, you know, practicing eating without distractions. A lot of people eat um, in the car, eat with other people and have conversation, um, eat while watching TV or eat while reading a book or listening to a podcast. So, you know, as often as you can, practice mindful eating where it's just you and the food. Um, and so you can, and maybe even some of you, this is an issue for me. My whole life I've been a fast eater. And so I have to be really, you know, mindful of, of how fast I'm eating so that I don't inhale my food. And, and even with, you know, trying to be aware of that, oftentimes if, if I'm with a group of people eating, I'm still the first one um, finished. So that's a tough one. But if you practice, you know, being mindful and, and eating without distractions, that can really help. Um, another way that we can combat that voice of sabotage is by seeking support. 
you know, reach out to a therapist, a coach or a support group, you know, share your struggles only with people you trust. And in those like safe spaces, don't share your struggles with someone who has a history of crapping on you when you tell them something. Don't share your struggles with somebody who doesn't believe that, you know, the way that you're eating is the right path to recovery for you. Um, so, so only share them with, with, um, you know, seek support from people that you know can be trusted and that will support you in your goal of being food sober. Um, you know, that we don't have to face disordered, you know, deal with this disordered eating alone. Community and staying connected is, is really important. And just having that help, that's one of the things that will help us overcome that, you know, that voice of sabotage. Um, also, something that helps is setting realistic goals. We should avoid setting extreme, um, unattainable, unrealistic goals. You know, we want to break our journey down into smaller achievable steps. So that perfectionist characteristic usually compels us to make way too many changes at once. That's just part of our disorder. We decide we need to make a change and we, you know, make a ridiculously long list of all the things we need to change. And then we try to tra tackle it all at once. And of course, that's overwhelming and nobody is perfect. We're never going to be perfect. And it's not a good way to make lasting, sustainable change by trying to just, you know, change everything all at once. So we should start with, you know, when we make changes and, and goals, we it should be something that we know we can attain, something that is not going to, you know, be out in left field, small changes, small incremental changes that can build on each other to eventually you get to that place where you're practicing all the things that you think you need to do, but you can't, you know, go for all of them from, from day one. Um, lastly, it's vital to challenge that all or nothing thinking. You, we have to recognize that setbacks um, are going to be a natural part of our recovery process and setbacks are in that middle ground. Like, so when something happens, we don't throw up our hands and say, oh my gosh, um, I'm out now. You know, I'm going to have to like come revisit this when I can get all my ducks in a row. Um, it's that maybe some of you remember, I don't remember which episode it was, but I talked about um, you know, that how the voice of sabotage is illogical. And so when we make a mistake or, ha you know, have a minor relapse, it's that voice that is like, oh, well, you already screwed up. So you may as well do this now, you know, do all the things. And that all or nothing thinking kind is connected to that. You know, we make a mistake and then it's like, oh man, I didn't do it perfectly. So, you know, screw it. Now I'm just going to, you know, eat a bunch of donuts and later I'll, I'll, I'll come back. I'll, I'll get it together later. Um, but that's like, remember, it's like when we get a flat tire, the, the one flat tire is the little mistake that we made. And then it's like having a response to that flat tire of, oh man, I have a flat tire. I may as well pop the other three. Like that's what we're doing when we, um, you know, take, have an extreme response to um, a minor setback or mistake that that we've made. Uh, uh, you know that if we've made a decision we regret. We don't make it worse by making more decisions that we'll regret. We just fix the tire and we move on. Um, so learn from your mistakes 
instead of seeing them as failures. Focus on making progress every day, not perfection. And re- remember that something is better than nothing. Um, we, we've got to find that middle ground between, between all and nothing. So just as a recap, overcoming the voice of sabotage is one of the most important aspects of our recovery um, because the voice of sabotage plays a huge role in our disordered behaviors. Um, Remember that healing takes time and effort and with self-compassion, mindfulness, support, and realistic goals, we can send that voice of sabotage packing and work towards a healthier relationship with food um, and ourself. So thanks so much for being here and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening today. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at KetoMary71, as well as my website, KetoCoachMary.com.